anxiety hacks, proven techniques, tools, and tips to calm this. Listen with therapist and author Kate Hudson-Hall as she chats with professionals who share with us excellent ways to calm your anxious behaviours. For more help to relieve your anxiety, check out her exceptional book, Anxiety Hacks, on Amazon. Hello and welcome to Anxiety Hacks, the podcast that provides you with valuable insights and practical strategies to help you manage anxiety in your daily life. I'm your host, Kate Hudson-Hall, and in today's episode, we'll be joined by Zerla Stoller. She is a functional medicine practitioner, licensed physician assistant, and the mother of two. Zerla has had her own struggles with anxiety and unexplained symptoms, but through her journey, she discovered functional medicine, a root cause holistic approach to healing. As a certified functional medicine practitioner, Zerla helps busy women release anxiety, overwhelm and disease in the body through functional lab testing nervous system regulation, and a personalized health plan. So in this episode, Zerla will share her personal experiences with anxiety and how she overcame them through functional medicine. She'll also provide us with insights into the different behaviors associated with anxiety and the holistic approaches that can help us manage them. So if you're looking for a comprehensive approach to managing anxiety, this episode is for you. So Zerla, welcome. Hi, Kate. Thanks for having me. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Fabulous to have you on. So now let's begin by maybe you could share with us about your journey with anxiety. Okay. Well... Um, I've had anxiety for as long as I can remember. Um, I've always been an anxious child. I remember that. And as I got older, it's probably been over 20 plus years now where I've had on and off crippling anxiety that really started to affect my, um, just my daily living. It just consumed me. And I've always been a really you know, I've always been into health and fitness. So I've always done very proactive. I've always done everything and anything I can to really promote good health. So I've always exercised, I've eaten right, I've gotten like help, I've gotten used self-help self-help books. You know, I've seen counselors and things like that, but you know, my anxiety persisted. And right. You know, of course, when I, when I had children, it got much worse. And that was actually the point where I'm like, okay, you know, I had my daughter and it was, I couldn't really be a good mother to my daughter and a good wife to my husband. And it was really hard for me to be present because of anxiety, but, you know, I didn't want to be that person and I knew there had to be a change. So I started looking into more alternative practices Um, And I found this really good acupuncturist and she did, she wasn't a functional medicine practitioner, but very similar type of practice um, that really focuses on, you know, nutrition and lifestyle. And, you know, I got a lot of healing from that. And I said, okay, there's something more 
that I can do other than just my exercise and usual diet. There's something more. And so through my research, I found functional medicine and I saw my functional medicine. uh, I had a functional medicine practitioner that ordered all these labs to figure out what the root of my anxiety was. So for you listeners, if you haven't heard of functional medicine, functional medicine is a personalized, it's a system-based approach um, to healing the underlying root cause of health conditions. You know, one of those being anxiety. And so anxiety is, it's actually a symptom of an underlying condition or an underlying imbalances in the body, right? So in traditional medicine, we typically treat anxiety with you know, an SSRI, Prozac, which is a serotonin selective reuptake inhibitor, because we know that, you know, it could be a result of an imbalance of neurotransmitter. But what is the cause? You know, what is causing this imbalance in neurotransmitter? And there's so many things. Um, And so with functional medicine, we focus heavily on the gut. And so now we're finding through extensive research that there has been actually a connection between the gut and mental health. So, but basically we use this holistic, um, holistic approach using natural therapies to heal anxiety and not just use medications, which can be toxic and can mask it. And um, so through my experience by healing the root, which was, you know, I had, you know, gut health issues, nutrient deficiencies, and a whole lot of other things, but just getting to the root of it, I was able to give up medications. I was on two medications that I hated to take. I always cried every time I took it because I knew it was just masking it. And it got to a point where there was a time where I was taking the medication so much where it wasn't really working and I'd have to increase the dose. And then I had to add another medication and it just wasn't how I wanted to live. So, but if you could get to the root of it, I mean, you could get rid of these medications. And I haven't been on medications now for years since healing my body. And it's amazing. I could actually wake up every morning now. And I mean, I could actually be there. I could actually feel and um, really spend the time with my my family the way that I want to. Um, it gave me a, like it helped me reach my highest potential, which is why I opened up this business. Like I wouldn't have been able to do that because I wouldn't have the mental capacity to do it. But I think like, you know, being so clear headed now and just feeling so good. I mean, you can really do anything. So, Zella, so um, you no longer have any anxiety whatsoever. Well, it's the, you know, we'll always have anxiety, right? But there is, you know, anxiety is healthy but in I mean, some you ways. Know, you no longer have any um, sort of added anxiety whatsoever than the norm if you're oh, in yeah, a situation yeah, yeah. when you're, no. you know, you're going for an interview. Right, or... right, right. Right. Okay. Right. So, so tell us, so how does it work then? So, you know, if they are taking bloods and then they're doing their research, how can they identify specifically what the root cause is? Well, it's through... Okay, so with functional medicine, we use functional labs. So they're advanced labs. Yeah. So they are not something that you find in the conventional medicine. Um, although, you know, of course, the standard testing is always very important because sometimes you can find things in your standard 
basic labs, right? Like a CBC. If you know what that complete blood count, you can find things in there like anemia. So a common cause of anxiety is like, for example, iron deficiency, which is extremely common. That can actually cause anxiety, right? Because we need good circulation to the brain. So there's that. So you can find things in your basic labs, but um, of course, if it, if it persists, there's other things that we could look for. So, um, so for example, like going with the gut, because this is what I usually start with. Um, There's a stool test that looks for like what we call dysbiosis. So our, in our gut, we have a, um, we call it the gut microbiome, which is, there's good and bad bacteria. Mm -hmm. And so it is shown that these bacteria can actually, it produces about 90% of our serotonin, 50% of dopamine, and also GABA. So if our gut is impaired and our bacteria is unhappy or we get rid of the good bacteria, we won't have these neurotransmitters, right? Yeah. Um, so going back, wait, so the, the, the gut and the brain, they're also connected, not just through the um, um, gut microbiome, but they're connected directly with the vagus nerve. So they communicate, yeah, through the vagus nerve and also through the good bacteria. Yeah. So the yeah, vagus yeah. nerve, yeah, it stretches from the brain down to the, to the gut. The gut. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm already losing my thought, but anyways. Um... So by so you know, p- for people with um, that have don't have mu- much um, good bacteria, one of the causes can be if they've been on antibiotics, can't it? Right, right. That's that's quite a, a, a that takes a, a, a yeah. big toll, doesn't it? Yeah. So there's there's also diet too. Yeah. So um, gluten and dairy um, and sugar. Um, can be very pro-inflammatory. So that can actually um, cause a lot of inflammation in the gut and um, disrupting the the barrier or the gut lining. So the gut lining is made of a single layer of cells. Right. Um, and so when you get a break or a gap in those cells, we call it, you know, gut permeability. If it once it becomes permeable, now when you're eating foods, the undigested proteins, food particles can actually get through those little gaps and into your bloodstream and cause an immune response. And it can, you know, it can go to the brain, it can affect your hormones and things like that, and uh, cut and cause just widespread inflammation, which can lead to brain issues like anxiety, brain fog. Right. So if somebody came to see you, um, Zola, so Mm -hmm. if they they came to see you um, to um, get to have some help, um, what would you suggest to them? If they came to see me for help? Yeah. What would be the first Um, thing that you would do? So the first thing I would do is I always look at what they're eating. So that's huge. I could probably make the biggest difference and they, you could notice a change within days. So um, I usually look at what they're eating, and most of the time it's always junk, right? Right. It's like 
oh, I have coffee first thing in the morning, which is the worst thing that you could possibly do for someone with anxiety, right? Because we yeah. know that coffee is a stimulant. Um, and not only that, but when you're not having enough protein um, in the morning, that can lead to issues like anxiety. Mm. Um, so if they're not eating enough, because the nutrients that we get from our foods is needed for neurotransmitter production. Yeah. So just try it first thing in the morning. You know, if you have like a protein smoothie or something like that, just notice the, how different you feel. Um, so, so that, um, and there are like seven foods that I always say eliminate, which are very high inflammatory foods. So you can try this, you can try it for seven to 10 days and see how your mood, see how your mood feels. And so mm -hmm. that is dairy, gluten, sugar, corn, soy, peanuts. And there's one other thing that you can try elimination diet. But the big ones are really, it's gluten, dairy, and sugar. Right. So if you just eliminate those things in your diet, just see how you feel, because you may have a gluten sensitivity that you are not aware that you have. And that was one thing that I had. I had no idea yeah. that I had a gluten sensitivity. And I as think soon that's as quite I saw, common, isn't it? You know, It's extremely common. From what I know, yeah. which is not yeah. very much, but I think that is quite common. It's quite common, yeah. I mean, mm -hmm. gluten has changed I mean, some people always say it's gluten, you know, like my parents will say, you know, why, you know, everyone says gluten, gluten. I said, well, gluten is different now than it was 50 years ago. It's yeah. different now. You know, yeah, it's like they hybridized it. And so it changed the, the structure of the protein. And so now it becomes more immune reactive. And then there's these people and it's just causing so much inflammation. Yeah. yeah. So, ah, so okay. that, yeah. Right. Um, and then what would happen? So if if so, somebody came to see you, then you would, that's what you would suggest. You find out what they were eating in their diet and then work with that. Um, mm -hmm. And then what would be the next step? Okay, so you start, you start with the diet and then depending on their symptoms, because everyone's a little different. So I'll have like a lot of women with hormonal issues. So then there's that. So then I'll think about, okay, then you know, while I'm focusing on, you know, working on the gut, then I'll look into other things that they might have. So hormonal issues is like, can also cause, you know, anxiety along yeah. with other symptoms. So there's that. So I'll do testing for that. And, you know, of course the hormone tests that we do is different than the traditional test, which is a blood test. We do a, um, like the one that I really like, it's called the Dutch which is a dried urine, Dutch stands for dried urine, total comprehensive hormone. So it looks at, you know, all the hormone metabolites, but also your adrenal hormones like cortisol, which we know is probably the most important thing when it comes to anxiety and mood disorders. Yeah. Um, and we also look at other things like melatonin and um, see how your liver is, is, functioning because that's really important in how we metabolize how we metabolize you know hormones um can greatly affect you know your our mood um and things like that so fascinating yeah there's so much there's even genetics things too like for me i found out i had mthfr too what is um, that 
So MTHFR is common with people with anxiety and depression. Um, MTHFR stands for methyl tetra. Let me see if I can find it. Yeah, methyl tetrahydrofolate. So it is an or reductase. So it's an enzyme that actually converts um, folic acid to its active form. So you could be taking all of these folic acid, and we know that the you know the active form of folate is needed for neurotransmitter production. So when you're not getting enough of those nutrients, it can affect your neurotransmitter, which can then affect your mood, right? Mm. And then also affects methylation. Um, and methylation is a process where it's like, it's adding a methyl group. Um, how can I say it? Basically, it's involved in neurotransmitter synthesis. It helps to turn on and off genes. So that could be part of it, but it's not the only reason. You know, there's like so many, so many factors. It's always anxiety and mood issues. There's always multiple factors that cause it. And you just kind of have to find all the pieces of the puzzle yeah. and put it together. So, and so once you address all of it, yeah. So Zola, so if um if somebody came to see you um and then you did the blood tests and then they um they um, change their diet, then what would happen? They change their diet. Um, so say if they cut out gluten and sugar um, and then they found that that helped to reduce their anxiety, is there anything else that you would suggest or you would have them, you know, sort of stay focused on that path? Um, well, I, I actually make sure that each system is running. So when anxiety, you want to look at, you know, gut is part of it. So the the microbiome, you also want to look at their um, um, what is it, Meta metabolic metabolic functioning, right? You want to make sure, like, because um, insulin is also a huge insulin and blood sugar imbalance is also a huge driver mm -hmm. um, that can cause anxiety symptoms. So I want to make sure that I'm checking off all the boxes. Right. So you know, one, they make sure their their mindset's good, their microbiome. Um, make sure that their liver is is working properly, um, making that sure that their hormones are working well, that it's balanced, um, and also their um, what is it? I suppose their like pancreas I said, blood sugar balance. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So and I also check everything. to make sure nutrient nutrients are also huge. So that's like one test that I always do. I check their nutrient status to make sure that they have like the amino acids. Do they have the nutrient cofactors, the vitamins, the minerals mm, um, that help? Isn't it? Yeah. There's just, there's so much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But bottom line, I always say focus on the gut first because that plays on every single system. Yeah. 80% of our immune system is in the gut. So I always focus on that first. So yeah, yeah. so you address the food sensitivities, um, the triggers, and then you definitely want to support digestion to make sure that you're actually breaking down and absorbing your nutrients. So that's the second step. Right. So that's like supporting yourself with digestive enzymes, um, even like hydrochloric acid. Sometimes I have people just say, you know, take, take a tablespoon of apple cider vinegar with your meals. Yeah. And that might make a huge difference. Um, 
because a lot of people are just not absorbing their, you know, they're not absorbing their nutrients. You're eating healthy. That that was like for me, right? I was, I eat, I was eating healthy and exercising, but yet I wasn't absorbing my nutrients. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's fascinating. It really is. So how can people, um, so, so you work online Mm -hmm. uh, and you do face to face as well. Yes. Oh, no, no, not, not, not face-to-face, just all online. All online. Okay. Yeah. And how can people find you to find out more? Uh, You could find me on Instagram. So thriving with Zerla is my um, handle. And you can also learn more about functional medicine and how I help people um, through my website. So www.thrivingwithzerla.com. Right. Um, and those for you that are listening, I do have a freebie on my website that would be really helpful. It's the ult- the um, ultimate guide to anti-inflammatory, the anti-inflammatory diet. And that's always a great start that, will, that you'll notice a huge change in your mood with that. Yes, we need to get that. Yeah. That sounds fascinating. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be a real help and really great place for people to start. Yeah. So I, I was going to say too, with the other things that makes a huge difference is like on, you know, when I was talking about the gut is um, probiotics are also very helpful. Right. Yeah. So. Um, so to balance out the gut. Right. Get the good bacteria. Yeah. 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 Oh, I love it. I love it. It's fascinating. It's really yeah. very interesting. Um, so Zella, well, thank you. Um, yeah. so much for joining me yeah, um, of and sharing all this fascinating information. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Yeah. And thank you to everybody for listening. And before we go, make sure you subscribe to the podcast on Apple iTunes. And so also, if you get a moment, if you could leave us a review, that would be fantastic. So thank you, everybody. And I look forward to speaking to you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to Anxiety Hacks, the podcast. If you've been affected by anything discussed in this presentation and would like further information, please go to katehudson-hall.com. That's katehudson-hall.com.